Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, eats a fly. No? I don't think that goes? I don't know the whole song. <laughs> I actually was going to sing the other, but I don't know Sunfly. I don't know that song. Yes, to say, I keep going check. She was all bad, bad, nevertheless. Calling it quits now, baby, I'm a wreck. Crash at my place, baby, I'm your wreck. Nice. She got moonlight. No, no, it's ooh. Yeah. Some things you just can't refuse. She wanna ride me like a cruise, and I'm not trying to lose. Then you left in the dust. Cause you, unless I stop by. You. All right. It's so fun. <laughs> all I listen to for like weeks. I can understand. Hello, welcome to the one-year anniversary episode of the Yesteryear Podcast. Yay! A couple days late. For those of you that have been with us since the beginning, thank you for sticking with us. And for those that have joined us along the way, thanks for coming along. If this happens to be the first time you're listening, welcome, and I hope you enjoy the episode. So, Beth, a whole year has passed. Well, actually, longer than a year because I can't math correctly, and yep. we are still here. <laughs> We're yeah. just going to call it a year. We're still here. We'll yeah. a little bit. So what do you think of the show so far? A year in? I hate it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I was, so, yes. I, I was listening to a new podcast. Oh. I haven't listened to podcasts in a long time. Yeah. Like, when we started this podcast, I stopped listening to podcasts. Weird. Um, Kind of thing. But I started listening to this one, and they basically just do, they just talk. You know, like, sometimes we just do random bits for, like, you know, whatever. They do that for about an hour. Or they'll do, like, would you rather's. And it's really entertaining. And they just have, like, weird, com- like, topics or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, like, they were doing... It was, like, their first episodes, of course. They're only, like, 15 or 16 in. But I'm, I'm listening to them go about and, like, making mistakes and stuff. And be like, oh, we'll fix this for next time. And it's kind of... It just, like... For me, it was kind of like... I remember doing that. I remember being there. Right? Feels a long time ago. And I feel like we've gotten so many in there that I kind of miss those that, like... Uh, for me, like, a part of it not, it's like, missing as of recently. I don't know. Maybe it's the movies we've done. I feel like we oh. haven't done, like, anything that I've been really excited about. Hmm. Um, like, I don't know. Like, Spaceballs, I wasn't really into that. The new guy I'd seen so many times, I already knew what that was going to be. Same with The Princess Bride. I mean, same with Sixteen Candles. Um... We've just done a lot of movies that I've seen, like Ponyo, The Craft I saw. Hmm. The Dark Crystal was the one I hadn't seen, and I didn't even like that one. That wouldn't have been crap. <laughs> it did have a I did like the butterfly it. effect. I was excited about that one. Yeah. I just feel like the last couple of weeks, we just haven't done one hmm. that was there, but I was excited for this one. You know what was on TV the other day? I was like, ooh, Critters. Really? I watched it. Oh, I love Critters. I was critters. like, Yeah! <laughs> Um, did you expect us to make it a year? Did you expect to keep going as long as um, we have? Honestly? I don't know. The last couple of them, like, like I said, like the last couple ones we've done feel like they haven't really, like, we didn't do them. It feels like we haven't done this in a long time. Hmm. Which, to be fair, we did a couple, like, we've done, <laughs> break episodes. Yeah, we have done that. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> I'm coming up on graduating in two weeks. Woohoo! Um, so there's been a lot going on. I got sick a couple weeks back. Woo! <laughs> but a lot of that, I just don't, I don't know. I miss kind of like how we, when we first started, first starting feels. When things were like, I mean, 
I get excited now when I get like the emails and it's like, oh, congrats, you've made it this many downloads. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Weird. But it's like, when we first started, it wasn't really about that. It was just us talking. And it was just... And now we have sponsors and now we have... I don't know. It's different. It just feels like a part's not there recently. Okay. Well, we'll put the spice back in it. Yeah. Spicy. We'll have to do um, like a, a goodie, an old one, a good old one. Okay. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. I definitely thought we would make it a year. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But did not think it would go as fast as it did. No. Like, when I look back um, at the shelf of watched movies, I think, holy that's cow, that's a packed, lot of movies. Packed, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't feel like we would have got, I didn't think that we were going to get as popular as we did. Yeah, I agree with that. Quote, unquote, popular. Right. I mean, we're still a small. We're still a smaller podcast. Compared, but I mean, but, like, it's. You got to talk to one of your favorite people i mean interviews oh that's another thing the one i was listening to they were interviewing people and i was like oh i kind of that's kind of exciting having someone sit there and ask you questions and then just talking about random stuff yeah we did we did a couple interviews yep but that was cool for you for me because i didn't i don't really want i don't listen to podcasts like that yeah you know for me it's kind of just like oh well here's someone you know and you're like oh i need you to show up do you want to have one of your people on, on the show huh you want to call one of your friends and we can, like, interview him on the show? No. No. What would we interview him about? You like this movie? Yeah. Blech. Blech. I hate that. Blech. We have been all over the map with movies that we've watched. All over the years. And uh, I think we've covered them well. Um, like I said, I thought this week would be the one-year anniversary, however. Last week was uh, the official week, so bad job by me. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Um... Anything that you think we should change moving forward with the show? Anything you want to add or take away? Hmm? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, well, obviously, yeah, I guess. I thought you were going to ask them and be like, email no. us. I feel like they should email us, though. Everybody should email us. Everyone should always email yes, us. Yes, your podcast at gmail.com. I would love some emails. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We- like, I, I, you know, we don't do, I was thinking about, like, when we first started. Yeah. Um, there, we, there's a lot we cut out from yeah. the original script. Yep. Like, we don't do quotes anymore, like, favorite quotes. I only ever do that if I, like, there's, like, one, like, from, like, that one really stands out. Right. But we used to do that where it's like, oh, what was your favorite quote from this movie? And be like, oh, I really like this one. Um, Which I co- I feel like could have been a cool thing down the lo- road where we could have taken them and just been like, this from this movie. Whatever. Um, Oops. But we don't we don't do the trailers anymore because I thought it was dumb after yeah. a while because it didn't make sense. Right. And I mean, like we still have you know favorite characters and all that favorite scenes. Yeah. But I don't know. It feels like like I, I it really just depends on the movie for me. Like I get excited about like wanting to do movies that I've already seen. But like at the same time, it's kind of like oh well, I know what this movie's like to what to expect. Yeah. And it's, I mean, this this is a special occasion. I love this movie. I, I will talk for hours about this movie. Literally. This is different. <laughs> but I mean, like, like 16 Candles, for an example. Like, yeah. We did that one, and I, I had higher expectations for it. But it gets to, like, where we're coming up on the podcast day, and I need to watch the movie. And I'm sitting there like, oh, I gotta watch this movie still. And like, oh, it's a good, it's a good thing I've already seen it. Yeah. Like, I could just talk about it without actually having to pay much attention to the movie itself. Yeah. Which sucks, because then, like... I do it, like these movies, but then I'm sitting here and you're just talking, like you're going through and you're reading what happened, and I'm like, there's not much to add. 
for most of it. Sometimes, yeah. I get what you're saying. Because it's not like I'm, like, with Labyrinth, you're sitting there and you're like, this is a completely different way to do movies. You know, it's like a completely, like, everything's not CGI. It's right there, like, you know, whatever. And so you're sitting here and be like, oh, this and this. And then the thing with the baby. And it's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. But there's not a lot with that, like, nowadays. I mean, the butterfly effect was an interesting one that we did because that was a different concept. Yeah. Like, crazy um, big thinking things. And I love movies like that. Yeah. But like Ponyo was our first animated film that we did. Yes. Which, it, but that one was just a cute little. That was new for me though. I had never movies. seen that movie. Right. You had never seen it. I've seen that movie like four or five times. I thought it was great. It is a good movie. I'm not saying it's not, I'm not, I'm not. I get what you're saying. You're not knocking movie. the movie. You're just knocking the, yeah. I get what you're saying. So. I know that we've made many changes after seeing what does and does not seem to work. Yeah. I do know that. Um, all right. Well, this week we're doing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is an animated movie. And right off the bat, I have to say, was way more than I expected. I mean, the visuals. Really after I had hyped it up and everything? Yes. The visuals, the storyline, the storytelling, the acting, just all around the knockout movie. I, I mean, just I Spoiler I, I enjoy. It's a five for me. The <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. When it comes to these these superhero type movies, I feel like they do a better job in the animated universe than in the in the real universe. And I know that you don't watch a lot of the. I don't. You know, but like, I don't like superheroes i know i never have i only ever really liked like spider-man or right. like in deadpool deadpool's not even a hero he's I, an anti-hero yeah um but i like when it comes to like dc universe i only like the villains yeah you know? but i'm saying like i know but but if you like there's been justice league movies that have been done like in flashpoint and all these other movies and you don't have any clue what i'm talking about and that's cool but their animation and they're so much better than the than these live action movies. And I think that sometimes it has to do because they're just telling the story instead of people getting caught up with trying to make, oh, Jason Momoa and who's going to play Superman and who's going to be Batman. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I fully agree with that. But yeah, because then, I mean, same thing with like, well, I like in a degree – with the new, I think, Doctor Strange movie that's coming out, yeah. you're going to have the old Spider-Mans and the new Spider-Mans. And right. And Which is So cool. people are excited about that. Like, oh, right. I can't wait to see this. But, but people, if you actually sit down and they listen, and they're like, well, I think Andrew Garfield was a really good, like, Peter Parker. Or no, wait, hold on. What's the original one? That's... that Andrew Garfield? No. No, no, that's the... The one where Gwen broke her back. That's not the original. No, I'm talking about... That's Andrew Garfield. That's Andrew though. Garfield. Yeah. What's the name of the... Oh, my gosh. I can't... Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire. Okay. He... Everyone's always like, he's a really good Peter Parker. Yes. Andrew Garfield's a really good Spider-Man. And people are like, oh, well, Tom Holland's a really good mix of both of them. Okay. And he looks young for being, like, an older person as well. Because it's like, Toby and Andrew look too old. They were... They, they aged Spider-Man. them they into aged. it. They, yeah. they completely skipped past a lot of the high school time yes. with them. But, but with like the animation stuff, animated movies, you can put anyone mm-hmm. as the voice, yep. and voice is important, important yes. as well. But you can put anyone as a voice that fits, 
but it can be anyone of any right. age. And but because like it's all just drawing, you know. And I think you could yeah. accept like for as an artist, I think with the animation stuff, like working because I've been working a lot of like color theory and expression stuff, and so a lot of that you get more from that because like you know a picture has a million words type thing. Mm. You know, you like my favorite scene from this movie when you sit there and you look at that, you're like wow like you get a different feeling that if that was like an actual person right because if you look at it and you know it's a real you know it's a person like human or like yep real life you're like oh well you know cgi like cool but you know cgi is not Mm -hmm. really happening this is just an animation so you're like in the world right it's really happening right so there's nothing detracting from the story yeah i think that happens and then people are like, oh, well, you know, you gotta be, 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 be. I don't want to hear all that mess. I want to be able to watch a movie. And, and I, I really dug this movie. I, I really, I'm looking forward to a part two. Yeah. Same. So, um, I saw the trailer. Did you see the trailer for Venom 2? I know you, <laughs> um, you um, didn't segue. The but Carnage, The Wrath of Carnage. I'm really excited for it. Whatever. People are already, already, Dogging it out. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't see all that. Like, oh, if it's not canon, because Venom couldn't beat Carnage without Spider-Man's help. And if it, it's like... <sighs> see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It, it, it's that kind of stuff like that. Where if you... in the, in the the When they make movies that are animated movies, it's different. Yeah. There's there's a difference to it. Did, um, did you ever watch Venom? No. No. <laughs> I watched that twice in the same day. I know. I watched it once in line at school because I was on a kick where I was just watching movies at school. Yeah. That's where I watched this for the first it happens. time. Happens. And then, um, and then I watched it again when I got home. Did the same thing with Joker when I watched Joker with yeah, because that was really good as well. Yeah, I didn't watch that either. But you're I really watched. A, you're not really a, like sit down if it's not like on TV type thing where like they're just playing through the channels you're not really a seek out watch kind of thing you not anymore not like i used to be i yeah. used to really be down with obviously right but i don't know there's so much with with stuff but i watched a good amount of joker and it's pretty messed up it's pretty messed it up is, it's very intense I, I think it was a good story and, and they're making a part two. Oh, i didn't know that yeah so well when you make hand over fist money they're yeah. making a part two so they, they're like oh we're gonna milk this cow you know <laughs> yeah well i liked um joaquin Phoenix. yeah yes yeah i think that he was a good joke yeah i think it was a good play on society and social views and everything society. like that yeah I that think was the was... whole meme that came from it too <laughs> society <laughs> society so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i agree if you, like if you actually look at it and you break it down it's a very um, the kind of thinky movie, so that's yeah. what the whole thing oh, yeah. was. Yep, 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 yep. So, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was released December fourteenth, twenty eighteen, which I can't believe it's already been out that long without me watching it. Um, but then again, I guess I can. And for every like since I watched it, every day since I was always like, "Oh, you should watch this movie. It's really good. I really yeah. like this movie. I think I it's really interesting. I, I think you would like it if you watched it." Oh, you know. <laughs> it's an animated action movie, hmm. which I think fits. Yeah. I think that's true. Um, it has a runtime of almost two hours. However, it's 
so good that it doesn't even come close to feeling like that long. And let me tell you some other movies that feel like that for me, and you're not going to agree, is Lord of the Rings movies. The Lord of the Rings movies are like three hours, and if you watch the extended version with all the stuff yeah, in there, four hours long. But they don't seem that long. I'm not watching. And it's just because they're just you're just into the story that good. Nope. And then even when it ends, you're like, <laughs> I would. You know, our, you know our cover art last week. Yeah. That's what I would look like watching that movie. <laughs> all small and puny. Yes, with my arms all out, and I would just start floating. <laughs> just fade like, away like <laughs> like Yoda. Just fade. <laughs> I would. You just ruined my whole day. As soon as you said fade away, I was like. <laughs> I know, but I love that meme where he talks about. I, now, being a parent, now I know how when Yoda is getting asked so many questions, he just dies and fades away. I love it. makes me laugh so hard because. None of those were good. All the fade away moments were garbage. <laughs> I love, yeah, but when I, when I knew it was coming and I was watching with you, I was so excited because I knew as soon as he faded away, you were going to be so sick faced at it. And you were, you had Ponyo face. <laughs> 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 Damn oh, man. Ponyo face. oh man so the movie revolves around a teen named miles morales who becomes the spider-man of his universe who must join with five other spider-powered individuals from other dimensions to stop a threat for all realities that Boom. pretty much sums it up yep <laughs> so, don't even need to watch it yeah so there you go, there you go. have a good week and we'll- <laughs> <laughs> the movie stars all types of people that deserve to be named however i can't go through the entire list so we'll just skim the top, and I'm still going to name a lot of people. I believe it's Shamik Moore. Is how you say it? Shamik? I don't know. Miles. Um, <laughs> Shamik Moore. Jake Johnson. Haley Steinfeld. Um, Mer- Mahershala Ali. God, I hope I didn't butcher, butcher that. Yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. Lily Tomlin. John Mulaney. John Mulaney? John, John Mulaney? Mulaney? Yeah, John Mulaney. He's uh, the pig. Nicholas Cage. Leave Shriver and Chris Pine. Did you know this? John Mulaney. John Mulaney plays Spider Pig. Oh, oh my gosh! I thought you meant Kingpin. Sorry, I knew that he played that because I actually, when I first watched this, I didn't know who he was. I just knew him as Andrew from Big Mouth. Oh. <laughs> so when I was listening to it, I couldn't separate it at first, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, this is horrible." <laughs> <laughs> two different characters, you know? Yeah. Very different oh, shows. No, I love John Mulaney. Great, great. Really funny. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Beyond the voice actors, though, the animators of this movie really steal the show oh, and deserve absolutely. just an applause. Yeah. Being able to have all these different types of animation styles interacting in a world is amazing. And at the same time, having the comic... Did you? I love that. Well, did you yes. see like when the lights hit certain ways? Yes. you can see it the most. Oh my yes. gosh! And it had it literally was like being in a comic book. Yep. watching the movie like you're in the movie though. That, um, and you know what? That's gotta be one, like there's like one part, one or two parts where they have no. There's like one where it's like and then yep, and it transfers to the next screen, but it doesn't. It's like like how a comic book would. Yep, but it does that one time with that. It doesn't, and it doesn't sometimes where it's like the like the sound effects or like um, SFX. Yeah. And like when he's thinking, it comes out of the bu- bubbles. Yep. But it doesn't do the transitions, but that one time. Uh-huh. And I didn't notice that until this amount. And I was like, 
if they were going to do that, I wish they would have done that more. I gotcha. But. I gotcha. The movie is filled with Easter eggs too deep to go into and really must be seen to appreciate. Absolutely. Like, I can sit here and tell you all the different stuff, like the Red Man group instead of the Blue Man group. And, um, Kooky Cola, I think is what it's called. Yes. Yeah. And it's a different instead universe, of Coca Cola. Yeah. Um, and just all kinds of stuff. Like, That's literally. How you know it's not our universe. I'm trying to watch the movie, but I'm trying to see all these stuff, and I'm just like, man, I'm going to have to watch this movie again and again to to really instill. It's going to be one of those things where it's like, I'm going to watch it and and be like, oh, I never noticed that before. Oh. And then um, I went through and watched some YouTube videos about them just to to get deeper into it and just learn some more. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so – Look at this. Look at that. And then I just, I loved it. Um, there are so many small things that go on in the animation that help to tell the story and to really engulf you in the movie. It's just amazing. Um, this is probably the first time that I wish we could have the movie playing along with us while I talk about it. So I can like pause and give almost play to play, play by play of yeah. little things that make the movie so special. Cause it's like, yeah, oh, this part here. Oh, this part here. Okay, right here. Here's what's happening. And then just... I would just be geeking out about the styles. and Like the, that, like the animation itself. Dude. Like the just, whole time. And not just that, but the transition in what happens in the... I mean, I know that... I believe that I talk about it, but like how they don't have his thinking boxes until after he gets bit. Until... Because the spider senses. And then the spider... And yeah. then that stuff. And then just the little... The little nuances that make this movie... I think... So and, awesome. And like a spoiler for it. But my favorite thing is when he first meets his Peter and he's p- green and purple. Mm. And then he goes to the blue. His green and purple is from Aaron. The, like the Prowler. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. But, oh <laughs> my God. Like, I didn't, I didn't know that. The first time I watched it, I'm sitting here and I'm like, why was he green and purple? Because none of the other ones, they were all blue already. You know? I got you. And... And I thought it was going to be like, oh, well, that's just what he is. And then they explain it like that's what it is. And I was like. (gasps) (laughs) Rip. Cries. (laughs) And like after I watched this and I got so excited about it, I went through and I watched like the um, Homecoming Spider-Man with Tom Holland in it. And, you know, Aaron's in that one. He talks about, oh, I have a nephew in Queens. Yep. And it's like, oh, I know who that is. So what's funny about that is, again, I watched that in Spanish when I was getting, um ready for doing a uh, a pet scan and i watched that movie in spanish <laughs> and i watched that part because that's when he's he's the car thing or he, yeah he's, he's and the he's, car thing and, uh, and he's like and i'm just all oh this is that part beth was talking about that must be his uncle and everything like that yeah. I, just, I was like oh that's so cool so yeah it was really funny to watch because i had to watch the actors childish gambino yeah who played him oh really yeah that's cool i believe so i could be wrong but I'm like ninety eight percent sure. Mm. No. No. Yes. No. I'm getting the it's name not. mixed up. It's and um the guy who play his the guy who played his uncle in this movie played he voiced Miles Morales in the cartoon series. I I believe. I want to know. Oh, I'm getting the name mixed up. This guy. It was. Donald Glover. That's yeah. See, I get it mixed up. My bad. I get those two mixed up all the time. In my gotcha. Head. But yeah, yeah. just but. so good, so so good. 
and and I I love tie-ins and and crossover stuff and just just it makes you really appreciate the movie absolutely. And then watching it back over again and being like, "This is here." And then and un- that's there. the only thing that I would say, unfortunately for you, is that you don't know these other Spider-Man. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know everything. The cartoons and the comic part and the and the comics and yep. the twenty ninety nine and the, all those. I did learn a lot by watching the extra stuff that you said on yeah. YouTube. Um, yeah. But no, I did not know. There's a lot of stuff that I'm going to let him miss yeah. offhandedly. But, like, despite not knowing all that, yeah. I still have such an appreciation. Oh, yeah. Because it's such an amazing And movie, I'm not so. knocking yeah, right, obviously. at all. I'm just, but, I'm simply saying that there's just, there's so, it's so deep. It really is deep. And to watch it and to really appreciate it and then to have the scene, to have the scene, to have seen all of these Spider-Mans to have seen the cartoon as a kid and a teenager and to, you know, to see that and to know, and then to see this is like, wow, you really tied this together. So well, not only you brought the new to the old, like people your age can watch this and be like, Oh wow. Miles, yeah, this, this is this really cool. And new Spider-Man. If and I was a kid. someone, me, my age, you know, watches it and has a nostalgic feeling for it because it really, Ties it all together. It was yep. just so cool. And then I get Nick Cage as Spider-Man Noir. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? They what really did pick good people to play and, everyone. Yeah. Um, and Chris Pine. And it's just, it's, it's good. So. So um, the, the first time I like was, I heard about this movie because yeah. I didn't know it when it came out. I didn't hear anything for it. Um, But I was in culinary my sophomore year and she was talking to us about like my teacher was about her grandson who was actually one of the kids like went to my school i knew him he was one of my friends um about how she didn't like the movie but because of the words on the screen and like she's like oh there's just too much going on and it caught my attention because i'm like what do you why would there be you know like flash like flashing words like too fast flashing words because like oh because it's like a comic book so there's a lot of words on the screen and everything so i was like that doesn't make any sense so i I had to, like, that was the reason why I watched it. Yeah. I went back to school, like, the same day, because I would go to Burton and then go back to school, and I'd have Latin, and I wouldn't be doing anything, because I would watch a movie in Latin class. And I started watching it, and that's, like, how I found it. You knew it, obviously, through me. Right. Sitting here talking about it all the time. Um, Man, I'm telling you, just... The words on the screen make it even that much more. Yeah, and it wasn't even, like, that bad. And then no. again, like like I say all the time, like when you watch it with captions, there's oh, funny yeah. things that are said too. Yeah. And I love that. I think like that happened. I thought it was cool. Like when he was falling the first time and the word. And, uh, and then, and when, then he's, when he's going, it's, yeah. it's like, ooh. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that is so cool that they Parallelism. did that. Parallelism. I absolutely adore it. So. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. Should we start? Yep. All right. So the movie starts with Peter Parker introducing himself as we know him. The um, friendly. Well, go, first the movie, the the music that plays first of all, like when it's like showing everything before he starts speaking. Yeah. Is actually the transmitter. Yes. And I didn't know that until this time watching. Oh really? The same because at first I was always like, oh, it's just you know music and it's just whatever, but it's the transmitter starting up. And I ah, never knew that. Okay. And I always loved that when he starts his thing, he always go one last time. He's like, let's do this one last time. And like yeah. with everyone. And it's like, yeah, it's not the last time. I keep coming back. 
<laughs> nice. So yeah, so he is introducing himself as the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. By now, everybody knows how big he is. Um, what was saving New York constantly, getting his own comic, serial, and even a Christmas album, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. It's a very Spider Christmas, and like, like, did you read the, the yeah, name? Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I saved you again, or something like that. And then like Ave Maria, and it's just Ave Maria. It like doesn't even have any <laughs> nothing to do with Spider Man. Um, he does have some things he's not proud of. Um, the emo dance being one of those things. I love that. I wish he was in the actual, like, emo, like, look, though. That oh, would have yeah. been fun. Like, if it was an exact from the scene. Yeah. But I did appreciate the dance. Like, when that happened, I was sitting there in class, like, that's it, that's the thing. Like, I laughed so hard. And then they showed the, the in a so-so popsicle. Yeah, it's, it's all <laughs> I, I literally laugh so hard. Like, every time I see that, I laugh because it makes me think of, like, the Spongebob popsicles that yeah, they sell. It's the same. And it was, like, an actual picture, too. It yes, wasn't even... It was all But he does take his duties as Spidey proudly, um, as he is the one and only. We meet Brooklyn teen Miles Morales as he is getting ready to start attending a private school. He lives with his father, Jefferson, and mother, Rio. Miles goes around the neighborhood greeting his friends and tagging street signs with stickers he made, which I thought was pretty cool. I liked um, also, like, when Peter's thing ends, it's him getting, like, punched in the face. Yeah. I believe. And that is a callback. Like, obviously, you wouldn't know it first, but the first time the transmitter's starting up, like that's, so that's the intro, the music starts, and it's starting up, and then him going is the first time like the thing starts up and that's why they're fighting. Okay. Cause then when we, when Miles goes to see him again, this kid time, he's like, you can't start this up again. Like you're going to kill everyone. Cause like he already knows because it's already happened. So that's what happened there. I gotcha. And that's why they talk about, like if you listen in the audio, they talk about an earthquake. Okay. Cause like when he's walking down, talking to his friends, like earthquake last night, I didn't feel nothing. I was, you know, sleeping like a baby. So it's just little things like that. You wouldn't know, but it's so interesting. Like the second time you watch it, because you're sitting there and you're like, Oh, oh, this happens, and you you wouldn't even be able to like such tiny details. That's cool. Um, yeah, I love that, and I also loved his relationships with his parents. How his mom was like, "Miles, hurry up!" And he's like, "In a minute." And you're like, "Mom, I gotta go in a minute." And I love that. <laughs> it was so cute. I always love that. Um, Jefferson, a cop, catches Miles and escorts him to school in his cruiser. As they ride to school, they see a news reporter on Spider Man. Whom Jeff is not a fan of. And it made me think of the Andrew Garfield one with Gwen's dad. Yeah. When, yeah. Because he doesn't like Spider-Man either. And I believe that he was also in the yep. the Force. Yep. So, I was like, oh, well, yeah. kind of Once, same vibe. Yeah, that was cool. Once they arrive, um, Jeff tells Miles he loves him, but Miles fails to say it back. Jeff then uses his radio to force Miles in front of the others of students to say, I love you back, embarrassing him, which I thought was just, it was funny. <laughs> just classic. It's classic dad. And then everyone starts picking on him. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, and then we get a montage. Which. Which already made the movie a five out of five. I mean, you know me and montages. The montages. But yeah. I. Oh, gosh. And it was such a good representation for school, especially it being his first day at the private school. He's got books, and they like the books are piling more and more and more. Yeah. And he's sitting there, and then and then we get to the next scene. Yeah. He's um, also trying to get kicked out of school and everything. Yeah, which I thought was funny. Yeah. 
Um, Miles gets into his schoolwork as he tries to adjust to the new environment. During one of his classes, he meets Gwen Stacy, who doesn't immediately tell him who she is. Later, Miles sneaks out of his dorm to visit his uncle Aaron, who is Jefferson's brother and sort of the black sheep due to the criminal activities. Oh god, and the music they play while he's going down the streets and everything yeah. just fits so well. Because it, it represents like how he sees Aaron and how like he feels like the coolest because they play you know the song yeah yeah so you know it's just oh i loved it i like that like, in miles's theme i was reading they actually use an actual spray paint can they actually have it playing in there so you can actually hear in miles's theme like his music yeah i was just letting you know i didn't i thought that that was interesting yeah i'm not cool. trying to i didn't mean to <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to throw you off um yeah, no, I'll get in. I like that when he showed up, he like took a picture of him. <laughs> Put all the things. Do I scare you? Oh. <laughs> so Miles tells him about Gwen, and Aaron tells him to do a shoulder touch to try and charm her. The shoulder touch. Rip. Cries. The two then go to the tunnels near the subway so that they can do some graffiti, since Aaron is fond of Miles' artwork. As Miles spray paints the walls, a radioactive glitching spider crawls up his leg and bites his hand. After Miles takes a picture of his artwork. I loved how dramatic, like, I loved how it was all dramatic with the cell splitting and everything in his hand. And then it's just slap. Yeah. Anti-dramatic. And it was so just cute. Yeah, he only lightly taps the spider off his hand before leaving with Aaron. Yeah. He doesn't really. But the music gets all dramatic and it zooms in on his hand and, like, the cell splitting and everything because he's infused. And it's just womp. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Flush. And then we get a really cool time lapse. And I love this because... It's like, you could do this easily with a real life movie. Yeah. But this has got to be like, like you're watching this happen. You got everything going on really in like fast paced. And then he wakes up and like and you get to see his, his roommate as well, which I love his roommate's design because it looks so much like the, um, like Tom Holland's best friend in Homecoming. Yeah. Ned. Yes. Um, so that's really, I love the parallelism there, but when he like like he, then Miles wakes up the day after and he's standing there and he's like well, he's all like the like the cameras like it's like a um what's that not bird's eye but the under like worm eye I don't know bottom <laughs> POV the, yeah where your POV is like at the where the camera is looking at him from the bottom because his pants are yeah shorter yeah and he's all so like annoying. am I going through puberty but <laughs> 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 he says it out loud and it's just funny yeah um but you sit there and like every time I watch the timeline laps i try to see if he gets taller like if he moves at all but you can't really i can't really i know that he does get taller he does get taller yeah well because, obviously because of the pants yeah but in the bed i was trying to be like oh can i see if he i got if he you. grows or anything but yeah so as you were saying the next day miles finds himself feeling differently he hears a voice in his head, which is accompanied by comic-style text boxes, which is cool. Mm. Um, his clothes barely fit, and he is sweating profusely. He runs into Gwen, who tries to make up a fake name when they properly introduce themselves. Gwanda. Gwanda. <laughs> Gwanda. Um, yeah. Miles tries to do the shoulder touch, but he only gets his hand stuck on Gwen's shoulder. And then her hair leading them to have to go to the nurse to find... But um, it's important to note that she tells him, just relax. Yeah. If you see there, because she... 
later on when we see when we find out she she says that she kind of knew but didn't really know. Yeah. But the whole relaxing thing, because that's what Peter tells him later on, too. He's like, just, what what helps you relax? Yeah, but so, the nurse has to cut her hair off. Yeah, and that sucked. <laughs> but then, then, like, the handprint on the side of her head. <laughs> Which was so unnecessary, because he could still, like, stick his hand kind of out. Yeah. So it's like, you just cut it around, like, yeah, that's it crap. Was, it was great. It's just... From a from a teenage boy point of view of, of trying to like a girl and then just it going absolutely just crap. Yeah. And then just not just crap, but like horrible to the point to where you disfigure her. We can't even be friends. Nope. Um when Milo tries to go back to his room, he is found by a security guard who calls him out for leaving his dorm. Oh, I love when he's walking well, when he leaves and he's like, Okay, well nobody's gonna know. And it's all like everybody knows a big text, but it doesn't say it out loud. Yeah, like, everybody knows. And then he's walking through, and he's like that. He's all, like, she knows, he knows, and they're like, whoa, yeah. she's tall. <laughs> I love that. That was so funny because like that's what I was like. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, it's a huge lady. And then it's like, and then he says it, and I'm like, oh, oh. That's, so <laughs> that's awesome. so funny. And then he bumps into the officer, the guy's the dean. I don't know really what that would be. Um. And he's all like, I know you stuck out at last night, Morales. And then it's like, play dumb. He's like, who's Morales? Not that dumb. And then he runs <laughs> and he goes into his office yeah. and he bumps into the computer and starts playing the album. <laughs> I love that. Yep. He, he Miles runs and hides in the man's office, getting everything stuck to him as he keeps freaking out. He climbs up the window and finds himself walking on the walls before running into the streets. Amazed by his newfound powers and abilities. When he's, like, slamming on the windows to that one classroom, there's no way I would have stopped. Like, one bang, I would have been staring at that window for the rest of class. You're like, what was that? And then multiple bangs like that? Like, I'm looking at these windows. Like, I would have seen. And then he's hanging on top above all these people below. Like, no one saw him. Right. And then then we see Gwen that sees him. And she's like, what the? Because he's walking on the side of the building. And then he goes into his room. Convenient. Yeah. Um, with the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Imagine being that pigeon. <laughs> what the hell? I have a tattoo. Nice. Miles later goes to the tunnel where the spider bit him. As he examines it, it starts glitching again. Not long after that, Miles hides as his spider senses detect danger. I liked um when Miles is back in his room, really, like, quick, he... Is he has the Spider-Man comics stuck to his hands. Right. And it's like, stop sticking. Please don't stop sticking, which was a parallel to him. So you can see, like, he's going through the same thing. But then when he goes to find the spider, this is one of my favorite scenes. He's all, He walks up to him, he's like, it's, it's, he's like, this spider's boring. It's boring just how normal this spider is. And he touches and it just goes. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Oh, and I love that. Yeah. Um... So Spider-Man enters as he's being pursued by the Green Goblin. Which and I love the Green Goblin. looking Green Goblin. Yeah. I love that it wasn't just like <laughs> Spider-Man. On the, on the board or the hoverboard going through and everything. Right. It was like an actual No, he was a big friggin' yeah. thing. Um, the fight takes them beneath Fisk Industries where Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin, is attempting to start up a super collider. In the middle of Spidey fighting Goblin, he takes the time to get Miles out of harm's way. And I like that inter- that interaction because yeah. he's sitting there and he's like, "Okay, I see." And we're blending. He's like, "I thought I was the only one." And then he offers to be his mentor. He's like, "I can help you after this is yeah. done. I'll, you know, we we can do this together." And then 
like, he's fighting the Green Goblin, and it's really important to watch how he's fighting him, because there's one part where he web shoots onto the collider as it spins up, and he goes up, and that's how he gets to the latch. Right. And at the end, that's how Miles does it. Right. Because that's how he watched. And, like, I didn't notice that until I saw it on one of the videos where they pointed it out on the YouTube videos. Nice. And I said, that is amazing. That yeah. is absolutely amazing that that's... The same. Because he also gets, like, eventually, like, Miles pulled out a phone and, like, recording. He's like, I'm just going to record this right. fight. <laughs> but it's, like, it's so cool that at the same time he's taking notes. Like, because that's... Peter's whole thing is, like, Peter Parker is a really smart kid in high school. Right. He's brilliant. And he's also funny when he fights, like, as spider-man because he gains the confidence with the mask on and everything so he becomes more loose and more funny in the whole thing because you know peter is just an awkward kid right. so while this spider-man's fighting you can see he's funny he's throwing wit at the at ring goblin and like what's your take on head trauma and the thing falls on his head right so it's like like funny stuff so it's good i liked the way they represented this that universe as peter because that's the same way and then him wanting to help him and everything so it was really cool to see that miles was like Peter does, a really a, a really smart kid. You right. know, he's in a private school. He's funny, and but like in the opposite way around. When he's in the suit, he was really more awkward and being like, "I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm freaked out." But he's also a 14 year old kid, right? So the fact that he's taking notes like that was just it was really cool to see like the parallels with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Spidey realizes Miles is just like him, um, and just as the machine is turned on. Outside in the city, certain structures start to get weirdly morphed into other shapes. A blast occurs in the tunnel. Spidey is badly injured, and Miles tries to help him, but Spidey tells him to hide before giving him a drive to shut down the collider. Kingpin, Grit, Goblin, and another villain, the Prowler, ga- gather around yeah, Spidey. When, when the Prowler showed up, I like the noise that plays, like the sound effect that plays whenever the Prowler's around. Yeah. Because it's like, <laughs> it, it was just... It's just really interesting because then that plays again later on, but in a nicer way. I think I, I talked about it somewhere, but like I'll like I'll remember to keep that in mind. But I loved that he had his own sound because he meant more. Yeah, he I got you. That was he actually had. had a theme. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they take off. What were we gonna say? But so. also when before he gets really hurt, Goblin pushes him into the reactor. And he sees all the webs and everything. Oh, yeah. And that's where we first see, like, why Kingpin's trying to do it with his wife and the kid. Um, And he gets pulled back out. And so when Kingpin goes over to him with the Prowler and the Goblin and everything, yeah. and he takes off his mask. Yes. You know, that's got to be... And Miles is watching the whole thing. And you're sitting there like, this is a 14-year-old kid watching this guy. And he's like, it's okay, he'll get back up. Because, you know, it's he's all, Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man. Right. Um, But... You know, so he goes over before these guys are over there. And he's like, oh, are you okay? Can I help? And he's like, yeah, I always get back up. I always get up. And he's like, oh, I'm so tired. And, you know, he says that a lot. Um, which was really sad. Yeah. You know, especially like where, like my position. I'm watching this as a viewer who loves Spider-Man, you know. So you're watching older Spider-Man being like, oh, this is exhausting. I'm so tired. And he talk- he's talking to Miles. And, like, there's almost a more of an excitement when he first sees him. He's like... Yeah, I can help you. I'll mentor you because, like, that means retirement, you know? Right. I'll be done. <laughs> um, But then you have Kingpin come over and he's all like, 
don't you want to know what I saw? He's like, you can't get in the back. What you did is done. And like, you know, as of you, you don't really know what that means yet. Whatever. Right. But, um, but then he smashes him like yep. a spider and it's just so sad. Yep. He slams his fist down onto him, which Miles watches in horror as it happened. He kills him. Kills him. Which and is that's crazy. That's a lot. I mean, that is, ev- that's everyone's hero right there. Because yep. in this universe, we don't know about if there's an Avengers, first of all. Right. I don't know if that's a thing. But you, so we know that for New York or Queens, that Spider-Man is what they have. So as a 14-year-old, just meeting him, you're going through all this stuff yourself. You need help. This guy offers you help. You're like, okay, cool. Main character moment. Right. And then he dies. Yeah. And you are given this little one drive type thing. Right. And it's like, now it's in your, now you control everyone. Like if they live or die, that's too much. It is. Um, and then, and then he has to run away. Yep. Yep. He runs home and to his parents and, uh, he, he After hugs After being Jefferson. chased by Prow- the Prowler, cause he, and almost dying. Cause he's sitting there going through the train station. Right. Trying to get through that and eat, like almost dying like multiple times. And it's, it's just scary. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. I mean, like your heart's pounding. Like you're really like you're yeah. in the moment, and then when and it really like, shows that when like, that Spider Man got killed, it was out. like a goa. Yeah, and like, then he goes back home, and his dad's all like, "You made a commitment to that school," and he's just like, <laughs> "Yeah, he's I in such a different this. place." Yeah, yeah. But that would have been see for me as a parent, and also like living in the city, seeing that stuff happen. Yeah, like I would have asked more questions. First of all, they were like, "Oh, I think this is a." Van Gogh or whatever they said, you know? Yeah. If that happened, like, went and then disappeared type stuff, because that's what happened when it turned off. And then my kid comes home, and they're really upset. They snuck in. They're crying. They're upset. And then, like, 20 minutes later, not even, I turn on the TV, and it's all, like, breaking news. Yep. Spider-Man is dead. dead. I'm like, yo, what do you know? Like, why are you upset? Like, let's talk about this a little bit more, because, you know... Um, it's also revealed that he was Peter Parker. Yes. Yep. And then we have MJ and Aunt Aunt May. Also, yep. New Yorkers everywhere are devastated. Miles buys a costume. Um, just a spoiler. Well, I guess not spoiler, but the store <laughs> store owner is voiced by Stan Lee. Yes, which was that, cool. It was really cool because he's always in the canon thing, and I like that. Yeah, like in the movies. Yep. Um, I also I, I made a note, which is kind of funny, when Miles is running and like. That little that swing where he has to jump through the train coming to pull yeah. up from the trail. I said I, I would have died because I can't unravel from a train <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> uh, but they did you see that they blamed the his death, Peter Parker's death, on the earthquake? Oh, did they? Yeah, they said he died. It was in an earthquake trail. that happened, oh. and that's what they sum up. Like they were summing up the other thing too. But like with that, it's like that you people saw physical things happen and then disappear. I would have been a little bit more concerned. I mean, yeah, um, it's a little. But they did blame him, for, uh, blame the death on the earthquake that had happened, uh, which we now know where it was the the machine. Machine. So then, people who paid more attention to the movie would have been like, "Oh, well, that's must have what happened at the beginning as well." But yeah, there you go. I did not. I was not one of those people <laughs> until nice. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well, he did. He bought the costume before attending a memorial service for Peter. Um, with many other fans attending dressed as the wall crawler, which I thought was cool. Yeah. I Mary- liked, um, I, yeah, I liked that, that Mary Jane's talking. Yep. She delivered the eulogy. Like it could have been anyone in the mask, you know, it's up to you. And then he goes, it's up to me now. And the guy next to him goes, 
Probably not you specifically, but it's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have been so embarrassed. It's like, you don't really think about that. You're like, you're like, oh yeah, okay, you're watching the movie. And it's like, because that's what happens in a lot of like, I, I, um, real movies, I, IRL movies, yeah. where you have these actors and they sit there and they say something and like nothing, like the people in the background don't have any kind of, right. like, to, like anything to them. But then you have where Miles is constantly having people interact with him, like his roommate being there and hearing what he's saying. Yeah. The people like seeing that whole thing happen with when, and it's just, it's funny. I love it. I think that's cute. There's yeah, so much I mean, feeling to I it. I don't think he means she's Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's delivering the eulogy for her husband while Aunt May stands solemnly in the back. Um, Miles is inspired by MJ's, ooh, excuse me, words to take up the mantle as Spider-Man. He wants to test out his powers, but he isn't quite sure of how to get them to work. He later pays a visit to Peter's grave, and just as he's spotted by another man, Peter I, B. Parker. Well, there's a we get a cute little couple scenes, the like a montage almost of where he's like training yeah. with Wayne. Like he goes up in that build, building, looks at the side, and he's like. And then goes back down it. That was really funny. <laughs> he goes to the smaller building and he trips on his shoelace. And the shoelace is such a big thing in this movie because it keeps his shoes like always untied. Yeah. And like his dad was always like, tie your shoes, you know, whatever, tie your shoes. It's a choice type thing. And uh, he trips on his shoelace again, but gets lucky. And that's where we see the, uh, like falling down the, where he yells and yeah. it's going down. And then, um, and then we see that he breaks the chip. So that's really important. He breaks that's that inside right. pocket. Yep. Um, but I was I was surprised that there weren't more people at the grave. Like yeah. His grave, like there, like no security, like nothing. I agree. It does seem to be kind of like in a downtrodden little place. Like you would think if it's Spider Man and everybody found out, oh my gosh, just Spider Man. Yeah, it would, there, be like it a would have been a huge thing for a long statue. time. Yeah. Like what happened was like Superman and stuff like that when they. Well, you wouldn't. I wouldn't, wouldn't know. I don't like Superman. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so Peter B. Parker is there. Peter B. Parker. In his own words, this Peter tells us that in his universe, he's been Spider-Man for years and is now an adult. Because now we get the we get another comic book slapped down. Yeah, it slaps it down to tell his yeah. backstory. Which and I, I like that about Miles. Every time I thought it was very yes. cool that that happened. And I like that about this because the second one time it happens is when Miles is like first getting his powers and everything. And it's him against the window. Yeah. And it's him. And then like him in the spider suit but it's not the one that he makes later on it's like the actual because there's right. a lot of that like when he's in the cave and he's looking at the he's looking up to the suit like the size difference and looking up it's in a light he's in the dark and it's kind of like how do i feel these, these he's shoes? little yep and like that's such a big yep. thing and it's so i love then later the he's looking and he's actually in the and face. he's actually yep. in the face yep and it's just oh but i love peter b parker I like that he was like depressed. Yeah. Like, he's like, <laughs> he really you know, was. here I am, twenty years later, doing push-ups, getting crunch. Like he's like, oh, I'm doing crunch crouches, he, staying all, fit, and he's all fat. He's all eating pizza. <laughs> he's crying in a shower with a suit on. And it's just crap. But I loved how he described himself. He's like, yeah, here I am. Like, picture me in my like in the house, yep. like doing push-ups, doing curls, getting ripped. And he's just. Fat and yep. sad and unshaven. Yep. <laughs> yep, he's lost Aunt May, and he was married to Mary Jane, but is now divorced due to him not being able to work on his issue as Spidey. Yeah, because he didn't want kids, which yep. I think is fair. Like his whole thing, like he was talking about, is like I don't know, because when 
on May died is when it happened with him because that's someone who's important to Spider-Man who yep. died. After that, I would have been scared to have kids too. I mean, that's just more like, especially as a superhero, that's more people that if they find out that you're related to them or they have an identity kind of thing, yep. those are your kids, they could be taken. Well, not just that, but when you have a choice to make, like when he's fighting a, a villain, especially a super villain, and it's just him that he has to worry about. Nobody's, you know what I mean? It's just him. He can make that tough call to where if he dies, he dies, but it's, it's okay, whatever. Now, if he's got kids, if he dies, his kids are orphans. They don't have a dad anymore and stuff like that. So he, yeah. he has to make, it, it, it makes those, those making those hard, save the city or save my kids. Right. I'm going to save my kids. They're my kids. But yeah, I love he become depressed, gained weight, um, didn't want kids, and then the collider turned on, which pulled him into this dimension. Which was a really cool scene of how he got sucked up into it, and yeah. then he tried to keep like get the pizza as well. So <laughs> crap, so crap. <laughs> he's such a fatty. Um, now after finding Miles, he gets knocked unconscious, leading Miles to try yeah. and swing away with him. As- and it was cool that that progressed like his comic book progressed into that scene yeah like it was continuing on with his story and i love yes. that i love that and like you want to know what happens next so do i and then it happened oh god yeah. so good um yeah he was dragging him off the city, like, <laughs> like on, on his head yeah. and stuff like that in the street it was funny <laughs> i was laughing so hard i was like oh my gosh this poor this guy's gonna be all definitely interesting up. because he sits there and he's talking to him and he's all like why you're Peter? Like, how are you alive? And he's like, I'm from a different because you know whatever. He's like, can you help me and everything? Or no, I guess that's after. But like, he's in the beginning because he's unconscious. You know, the the cops are like, hey, what are you doing? Drop the corpse. Right. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> gug up, Spider Man. You <laughs> like horrible really realization, but like, I guess a real possibility. You know, yeah. like um. But then he's got like zapping on the train he's got the snowman's face on him he's like with the kid there's a moment where the kid's like listening to something he looks over to the window and he's like waves at him yeah i like how the police were going after him and they ended up crashing on the street as people walking past him yeah and like he's like go around new york yeah. and i'm like no all right and they just walk on him <laughs> so, like yeah i mean yeah yes. good representation yes absolutely fantastic um Miles brings Peter somewhere for safety. He questions Peter as how it's possible that he's there alive when he correctly guesses the alternate dimension theory. Um, Miles takes out the drive that the Peter of his universe gave him, which other Peter calls a goober. Mm. Um, but it's broken. Peter frees himself and takes the broken goober to try and find a new one so that they can get it. Watch the mouth, watch the hands. Right. Which is important. Yep. So they can get back home. As being in this dimension causes him to glitch and be unstable. I get my favorite quote from this movie, from this scene, because when he's on the thing and he glitches, because he's like, you know, I, I don't think you could do it by yourself. And he's like, uh, glitching. He's like, I don't think my atoms are real jazzed about being in the wrong dimension. And I love that quote. That's it's my favorite quote. Absolutely. Sweet. Um, and then, then you have where Miles is like trying to guilt trip him. He's all like, you go with that Spider-Man? And yep. he's like, yep. And he goes over the top. And he's all like yelling. And he's like, don't let him win. Don't let him win. And he comes back. <laughs> I just love it. I love their relationship. <laughs> yeah. Before Peter can head off on his own, Miles guilts him into letting him join so they can make things right together. 
So Miles and Peter, um, dressed in their costumes, go to the Alchemax labs, which I thought it was well, really cool that they had Alchemax labs in this There's one. the burger scene first. Oh, go ahead. They're sitting there, because that's important, because he's like, I think it's funny. It makes me uncomfortable how the way he eats, but I like that he's like, you have money, right? But here you have <laughs> more where Miles is trying to be like, you're going to teach me how to get there, we're going to swing there type stuff. And he's like, no, we're going to take a bus. And then they're, then they're on the bus, and, and he's like, all like, you got to keep your legs fresh, <laughs> you'll thank me later. <laughs> Oh, no, because when they're at the burger scene, he's like, you got any tips for me? And he's all like, yeah, but baby t- baby powder on all the joints and something, something with the suit. And that's it. And he's like, that's all they can. Th- that's, that's all you need to know. And it's like, Pro- <laughs> there's the rest of it, too, you know, right. like everything else. Um, but I like the bus scene because they're sitting there in their in their outfits. Yes. On the bus on with the- people <laughs> going to the Alchemex. And then when they get there and the thing, they're standing next to each other and he's got a cape on and he's all like, take that off. That's disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) Take that off. It's disrespectful. Oh, and it's so funny Shoot, I forgot about that. And then, and then he also says in this scene, Miles says, why did I get stuck with a janky old broke (laughs) Spider-Man? Broke hobo (laughs) Spider-Man. Oh, man. Janky. Uh, I love that. <laughs> he is like, really uh, out of shape. You have to watch your, your lookout. Yeah. And what I liked about this is then when, when Miles is sitting there, because like, he breaks the wall, rock, and he's like, oh, that's new. But he looks over and he sees Kingpin go in. And when he's seeing his Kingpin, he like freaks out. Right. You know, PTSD. Because he's like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's scary. And that, in that moment, in that moment, we get a prime example of the hero like thinking mechanism because he had a choice to make yeah. he could have stayed there but he decides to go back after spider-man and it's important that i mean we get more of this because when they're in, he's in the vent and he runs into him he's all like what are you doing he's like i couldn't leave you i'm not letting another spider-man die i'm not doing that again right and then that's when we get a really touchy moment between peter and miles because he's all like usually they're trying to kill me so it's nice to have someone on my side so yeah so, yeah, so Miles and Peter dress in their costume go to Alchemex Labs, where the data on the collider is being kept. As they try to find a way to sneak in, Kingpin and his henchman Tombstone and his top scientist, um, Kingpin's, uh, they, they go by. Um, I never, what, uh, I never knew Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone was actually movie. driving a bus that hit Spider-Man. Like, like if you slow it down, like they, I, yeah, he's like the driver of the bus, which I thought was funny. Like, there's one scene where he's like, in this movie? He, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, well, it I, was. A, I meant like in general, like the only villain that I did. Oh, he's know. just a villain. He's just Tombstone. I think yeah. that he's like made of like rockish or something like that. I don't know. I don't really know him. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really know, him. but I knew um, Doc Ock, obviously. Yeah. Which I love that because like, can I assume your friends call you Doc Ock? No, oh, my <laughs> friends actually call me Liv. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so Kingpin's motive for operating the collider is to reunite with his wife Vanessa and son Richard. They get a nice flashback for that as well. Yep. Right there. Years earlier, they watched as he tried to kill Spider-Man, and they fled from him, only to be tragically hit by a truck. Yes. <laughs> Which, like, shoot. It's a lot for just one second. But it's like, it's not enough to make, like, it doesn't even make me feel bad for Kingpin. It actually makes me feel worse, like, like... Ew, I hate, I, I don't like you more because you sit there and you were trying to kill Spider-Man, got caught for it, and afterwards you decided to kill him again. Like, this is why they left you and died and you still decided to do that? Like, the hell? Yeah. 
Miles and Peter manage to sneak into the lab and find the room with the computer. Miles starts freaking out again as he can't unstick himself from the ceiling. And we see here that Peter says, relax your fingers. Yeah. And he's all like, "What? think of something to do that makes you... Um, he's like, be in the moment. And Miles says, I am in the moment. Moment. It's a terrible moment. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So Kingpin and his scientists are just outside the room whenever he's stuck. Yeah. Miles then also finds out he can turn invisible while he's scared. Yeah. Which and was then cool. That, yes. He is really cool. I like that he had abilities because, like, he, the glitchy spider should give him abilities, yeah. to be fair. But um, Peter turns the computer around. He's like, remember this password. Oh, no, he doesn't turn the computer. He's like... He just tells him he's like four, five, six, seven, D three, and I'm like, no, that's it. We're, I can't. I couldn't even remember it any yeah. of that. I'm done. <laughs> We're like, I'm gonna get the first three, and after that, no more. Um, but yeah, yeah. The scientist then enters the room, forcing Peter to try and charm her. She impressed. She's impressed to find Spider-Man alive, but only so she can kill him herself. She then re- reveals her name is Doctor Olivia Octavius, aka. Doc Ock. Yeah. <laughs> I like that during this, Miles is, like, trying to go through on the computer, and when he loads it in, he's, like, the question mark, he's like, what the hell? Because, like, the desktop is, like, I hate people with desktops like that, yeah. where all the, like, files and everything are just on the front. Like, if you look <laughs> at mine ever, like, I have folders for folders for folders, because I just, organization. Yeah. And he was like, organize your desktop, lady. And disgusted. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because when she's talking to Peter, she's all like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I bet you've been experiencing the cellular decay. And she's like, that must be so incredibly painful. And, um, and then he glitches and everything. But it's interesting because that's a big part of being there. Like, yeah, they need to leave this dimension. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but yeah, but I liked that when they're... Um, escaping it and everything we get this really cool scene where they're running and he goes like invisible to visible and like they run into gwen yeah. and um he's like oh you have a buddy and you have a bit of whatever but like they grab the bagel on the way and like okay selecting a bagel <laughs> and he's like spider-man you get called that a lot it's just it's just funny i like that they kept the personality with the script in the midst of everything yes. they still have the personality going on for sure um, so she reveals her mechanical tentacles as she attacks Peter, but Miles grabs the computer so they can go. In the monitor. Yep. They are chased by scientists out of the lab and into the woods. The guys swing through the trees as the villains catch up, but Doc Ox gets webbed by her third spider person, Gwen. And I love Gwen's entrance because it's very, like... Rock and rollish, which yeah. we figure out later why, like on, is because she's in a band, right? Everything. But which it's also was cool. her outfit has the ballet shoes on it, and like just the details with it all. Yeah, I love. She tells Miles and Peter how she too has come from another dimension where she was bitten by a spider. There, she saved her father's life, but could not cool. save Peter. And I love that we got that part of it because it's yeah. him turning to the lizard and everything. Yes, and then and that's actually a com- that actually happened. And that in happened, com- right? Yeah, which yeah, yeah. is really cool. But, I mean, that happens in the Andrew Garfield movie too. That's who he's fighting. Right, but ne- but Spider Man actually turned into the into the lizard in one of, in one of the. Oh, I thought her storm. dad turned into the lizard. He did. I'm saying there's another whole other Spider-Man, Spider-Verse type thing where, where Spider-Man was turned into the lizard. Oh. That's why it's cool. Oh, cool, cool. And she that. had to kill. Uh, yeah, and, th- and that's, that's oh, what's. Oh, and that's why he died. <laughs> oh. And I, I like that that was because she understood. Yes. See, that what, what bugs me. 
I hate when people say, like, you couldn't understand. It's different. Literally, here's a bunch of people who do under Like, if anyone understands, they understand. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's later, but... The three of them head out of the woods to get away. Doc Ock later goes back to Kingpin, who is highly displeased to find there are two more Spider-Men around. <laughs> Miles, Peter, and Gwen um, go to Aunt May's home, where she is able to figure out that the Peter she sees before her is from another dimension. She takes them to Peter's old secret hideout, which is full of different suits, gadgets, and vehicles. Yeah, I bet that had, had to be really hard on her because Peter, like Peter B. Parker, was the only one that actually looked like right. Parker to the degree. So she's sitting there, and she's all like, "Peter," and she's like, "You look so tired," and it's just <laughs> what she is. Yes. <laughs> um, there, the three meet Spider-Man Noir, a black and white old gangster talking hero. He became a lot of people's favorites. Yes. He was really popular. Penny Parker and her robot spider. I didn't really like Penny. Um, which is powered by a radioactive spider. And Peter Porker, a.k.a. Spider-Ham, <laughs> yeah, Spider-Ham. who was actually a spider bitten by a radioactive pig. <laughs> spider pig. Spider pig. Yes. Does whatever a spider pig can. All of them were pulled from their own dimension into Miles' world. And they all had the little comic books that got them thrown out. Every time, which was cool. They each plan to stay behind and shut down the collider with the new goober so that the rest can get home. But Miles says it has to be him since this is his dimension. When Peter tries to back him by, by stating the cool powers that Miles bullying. has. This is just bullying. Yeah. That's what we see. A bunch of bullying happens. <laughs> he's and, then, <laughs> and then he's all like, come on, you guys. He can turn invisible. Yeah. He's like, go on. And he's like, mm. Yeah, he's like, can't do it on command. Can't do it, can't on, do it on command. He's like, shoot it electricity. He's like, go on. He's like, mm, can't do it on command. He can't do it on command. And then they just slam him down. Like, the yep. can you get back up thing? Yep. He is able to turn them on to prove to the others that he, he's capable of helping. Miles turns invisible and he dejectedly leaves the cave. Um, Miles goes to Aaron's home for help, just as Jefferson and Rio are contacting Aaron since they haven't heard from Miles in a while. Miles finds Aaron's apartment empty, but then encounters Prowler inside, prompting him to go invisible again. And, like, the funny, like, capital and lowercase words are like, why is the Prowler at Aaron's? You know, it's like, oh, I wonder why he's there. Yeah. And then sadness. Prowler speaks to Kingpin and removes his mask, re- revealing himself to Aaron. You know, to be Aaron. Wait. Oh, gosh. And it's so because he's right there in front of his face. Yes. And like then it switches to Miles' face. And his eyes are just like huge. They're looking back and forth. You know he's looking at Aaron. Like, oh, my gosh. And yep. then he's trying to escape. And then yep, Miles I don't like, is my whole horrified. Life, I couldn't understand like how he didn't know that it was Miles. Because you have... Now, where this small kid is leaving your apartment, I, yeah. I mean, you would have had to have put two to two together. Maybe he was just caught up in the moment I that mean, it was just a... It's just crazy. Like, why would he have been at my place, is what I've thought. And it's like, yeah, you know who's about this tall and a kid and... True. You know, and I haven't heard from him in a while. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. It just, it just, it made me sad. It just makes me sad. Yeah, Miles tries to get out of the apartment, but is chased by Aaron throughout the city until he manages uh, to evade him. And we get the cool thing with the motorcycle on this one, I think, where he's going through it, and like it's like the one second. Yes. I love that, and that's because that you see it, and then the lights hit it, and you can see that co- comic book look. 
Yes. I love the lighting in this movie. Back in Aunt May's house, Miles reunites with the other spider people to tell them his uncle is working for Kingpin. We need the montage of making the code first. Yeah. The montage. True montage. Montage! Unfortunately, Miles has led Prowler there, along with Doc Ock, Goblin, Tombstone, and Scorpion. <laughs> I like that, um, um, Spider-Man Noir was messing yeah. with the Rubik's Cube. And yes. he's like, is this purple and they're like no <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> uh. the villains attack and the spider people spring into action even aunt may gets in on the by defending her home i like that she's like oh it's Liv. <laughs> or whatever oh, oh, great, it's oh great it's live <laughs> <laughs> um brawler goes after miles and chases him to the rooftop Kingpin orders Prowler to finish Miles off until Miles takes off his mash, mask excuse me, and reveals himself to his uncle. Yes, this was... This scene breaks my heart every time because Aaron the whole time is like trying to get the thing from him. So he's like, just give it to me, kid. Like, you can tell he didn't really want to hurt him. Right. Like, he was going after him, but he wasn't... In the split second, I think he would have hesitated regardless. Like, yeah. he does, you know, obviously. Um, but he has him, he's holding them, and then Miles, like, is shaking, like, he's horrified, yep. throws his mask up as Kingpin's watching, and Aaron's just sitting there, like, with the mask on and everything, looking at him, like, yep, frozen, like, what do you, like, it's horrible, so he, like, and then, like, he's like, Miles, and he puts it back over his head, because, Miles, and it's horrible, you have, where he's obviously looked up to his uncle, because his dad's not the same, right. and he goes, he goes, He's like, Uncle Aaron, please. Yeah. Like, he was genuinely thinking that he was going to kill him. Like, yeah. that's horrible. horrible. Yeah, it would be a horrible situation. And, I mean, like, then he puts his mask back over, puts his hands up, and backs away, and gets shot. Yep. And it breaks my heart every time he realizes it's 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 Miles. Yeah. Aaron is mortified that it's, oh, he almost killed his nephew. As he backs down, Kingpin shoots Aaron in the back and then goes for Miles, but he swings out of there with his uncle. He takes Aaron to an alley where he is dying. Miles blames himself for what happened, but Aaron encourages him to keep pushing forward. Yeah. And Jefferson finds Miles over Aaron's body, sending Miles to flee, and Jeff then sees his brother and breaks down. Yeah, thinking that Spider-Man killed his brother. But what breaks my heart more is if you listen to the dialogue, Aaron dies thinking he disappointed Miles. Yeah. Thinking that he doesn't. He's yeah. not a hero in his eyes anymore because he goes, I let you down, man. I let you down. You're so good. I just want to be good for you. And I chose the wrong path, but you chose the right one. Like, keep doing you. Like, you're great. Mm. I'm sorry. And then he dies without Miles being able to be like, no. Yeah. You know, trying to, like, anything. And then his dad shows up. And as he's trying to mourn his uncle, who is like his dad to him. Right. And his dad then, like, Pointing a gun at him, so he turns it invisible and goes off. And the whole time he's sitting here and he's like, "No, his dad thinks that he killed his brother because he's like I need a, right. new, a new profile and a new Spider-Man." And it's like, right? This Which to me, I I can appreciate that kind of stuff, but at the same time, he's shot. When does Spider-Man ever use a gun? Yes. Right, I mean, but you know, like that's he, my only. That was my only issue yeah. with it when I was he like, he doesn't like Spider-Man to begin with, right? But, I mean, if and he had been, like, dead. crushed up or something like that, like if Kingpin had, like, crushed him up and then he sees him and he's all broken and then Spider-Man's over him and it's like, oh, you did this, that's cool. I get that. But the fact that he shot, I would have been like, I don't think it was Spider-Man did this. But 
I understand that in the moment, though. Like, yeah. you know, you see your brother, he's the Prowler. I can't imagine everyone, like, everyone's got to know the villains, you know. Right. So, Prowler, bad dude. It was also very symbiotic to um, Spider-Man Part 1 when, uh, with Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. when Spider-Man returns the Green Goblin to his house. Yes. And oh, Harry comes Harry, in. right. And finds him standing over his father. Yep. And he's he thinks Spider Man killed his father. You're my best friend, right? You're my son. Yep, yep. So I really see. That's what I'm saying. I'm watching this, and I'm just like, oh man, this is so cool. Yep. So Miles returns to his dorm, where the other Spider People meet up with him. They cause his roommate to pass out from seeing them crawl up the wall. (laughs) Peter webs Miles up to his chair and takes the goober to go stop the collider. As a um audio thing, I liked that when the roommate enters and then fall like gets knocked out, the music like when the headphones come off, yeah, the sound like goes back to yeah. I love that. And yeah. then like before like, he's trying to take the goober for miles and he's like, You have to let me make him pay. You yeah, know, the whole thing. And he holds him. Like he's like, When you can you know, He's like, well, I know when I'm ready and everything. It's a leap of faith. But he's holding him in that, like, he's powerless. Yeah. And he's, like, off balance. He, like, Peter Parker's holding Miles by the shirt cuff. Yes. And then ties him to the chair and everything and leaves. That is a direct parallelism to later on. Yes, absolutely. Peter. And I when loved that. Yep. I loved it. Yeah, he ties him to the red and then the dad comes. Yeah, talk to him. So he tells him that it's for his own safety. Yeah. After they lean, Jeff, leave, Jeff comes up to Miles' dorm outside, but he can't respond thanks to the web. Jeff tells well, him, "Well, the web about, wasn't on his mouth, was it?" I don't know. I don't think it was. Well, he can't get he just, to the door. Yeah, he can't get to. I, I think he yeah. chose not to say anything. Yeah, he though. didn't say anything because they didn't want him to know that he was in there. But yeah. Jeff tells him about Aaron and only wishes for Miles to be okay. Miles then musters up the strength to bring out his power to be free. And I love that it was like in his eyes. I loved yeah. that. Miles goes back to Aunt May's and gets the original Spider-Man suit, which he spray paints with dark colors. He then tests his powers more confidently as he swings around the, the city. The song that plays during this yeah. is what I meant. When you listen to this, it sounds like the Prowler sound, but like softer. Gotcha. It sounds like now it's Miles sound. Which is cool. And it was just like aw. So it's a throwback to yep. him. And yeah. then I like that he was making the suit his own, and it was with the spray painting. Yeah. Because that was his signature stuff. So the other spider people find Kingpin's gala where they are able to sneak in because the staff are wearing spidey masks. <laughs> Don't, well, also with the scene where Miles is, like, taking the leap of faith. Right. He jumps off and everything. The light. I love that scene where he's, I mean, he's upside down. But the he's going downstairs, like down the like the towers are coming up around him. Yeah, and it's like that he's falling, but it's like and then the way that they do it, so his body kind of flails while he's falling. Yeah, what a great attention to detail because that's what happens. Yeah, you know you're not just like oh smooth sailing. Your body's getting thrown around in the wind. Sure, and he's all like boom, and he gets backed up and everything, and the lights and everything. Like oh my gosh, it's just so pretty. Yeah, and then we get where the other spider people are going to the the party thing where yeah. Kingpin's hosting it for him in remembrance and everyone's dressed up as spider people and right it's like, what a crap thing to do like you're just a horrible person yeah peter sees mj and tries to express his guilt toward leaving her even though she doesn't know it's him it's or bread. what <laughs> what he's talking about could it give you the 
bread that you deserve. And it's, it's like, man, we'll get the bread to you. <laughs> <laughs> they proceed down to where the collider is, but Kingpin's henchmen find them and proceed to attack. Miles swings in and joins his comrades as they fight back. To make things worse, the collider is activated, causing another earthquake across the city as dimensions start warping together. So Spider-Man Noir um, takes on Tombstone, while Penny and Spider fight Goblin. Spider-Ham beats up Scorpion with a cartoon mallet, <laughs> which I thought was yeah, great. Yeah, like that. Um, Doc Ock goes after Gwen and Peter while Miles tries to shut the collider down. The henchmen are taken out, and Doc Ock is plowed by an interdimensional truck. So, that was cool. Well, also, yeah, I like the Miles, like, the way he was introduced was then with Doc Ock, and he grabs her thing and, like, starts punching her with it. And then, like, the way he he zooms, like, he zips, like, whips with his, the things into the position, and he comes at the camera as he fades in from being invisible. Yeah. And it's just so good. Yeah. And then, like, when Gwen, like, slips and falls, and she's falling through, and he, like, reaches for her, it was kind of, like, for me, like, a throwback to when <laughs> the other Spider-Man <laughs> broke her back. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, at least you saved her this time. Yeah, at least this time you got her. <laughs> Unfortunately, Spider is heavily damaged, leaving Penny devastated as Noir and Spider-Ham comfort her. She takes the spider back as they prepare to jump back home. They say their farewells, and Penny goes first, followed by Noir and Spider-Ham. Yeah, here's when Miles did the swing around like Peter in the beginning did. Yeah, thing He goes around and back up, and they're like, he's like, because did we teach him that? He's like, I didn't teach him that, and you certainly didn't. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Gwen affirms her friendship with Miles before going home. Peter tries to stay back and help Peter. And it should be and help Miles. Yeah, because Kingpin shows up and he's like, you know what? I gotta, I'll stay behind. We gotta do this together. You can't yep. do this by yourself. And that's when he like Miles he holds him, him and then yeah. holds him to the in the same way. to his dimension. And he's like, yep. go back and make things right. And he's like, I don't know how would I know when I'm ready. And Miles just looks at him. And he's like, right, it's a leap of faith. Yep, and, and then, then he, he let go. smiles and lets him. Yeah, go. and then that's when things start going really bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like not so easy on your own. Yep. Miles chooses to send Peter back to his um, his world so he can fix what he has to do. Miles then goes after the collider, but Kingpin starts hitting back hard. He then starts to see a new Vanessa and Richard as their dimensions start crossing over. Just as Kingpin seems to overpower Miles, he sees Jefferson as he enters the area. Miles gets himself up and uses his power to blast Kingpin away and then send him web up toward the button to shut down the collider for good. And Whoa. I thought that what was well, cool with that is that he did the hand thing. He's So Kingpin sees Vanessa and his son in the train. Yes. And they're all like, what are you doing? Why are we here? Yes. He's like, wait a second. And then that's when he's all like, you cost me it again. Yeah. And then they go on the top and like the imagery here is that there's like nothing around them. Like yeah, everything's going the... like completely dark. There's no light and light represents hope. Yeah. So it's pretty much like you have no chance of this until we see Jefferson. Yeah. And he's being like, Get up, Spider Man. So he like he smashes Miles and as a fourteen year old kid, like, Yeah, you know, the other one didn't survive that. I don't know why you did. Yeah. You know, true. just to be fair. But this man he looks over, and then why Kingpin, like, let him get back up as well. Like, whatever. I get it. Yeah. But he's all like, have you ever heard of the shoulder touch? Yeah. And that's when he puts it on his arm. Yeah. 
And he's like, boom. And that's why he sends him. He's like, touch the button for me. And that's where everything gets done. But my second problem with this scene is when everything's like blowing up, there's this huge explosion with it. That explosion was seen from outside the building. Everyone in the room should have died. <laughs> Jefferson should have died. Miles should have died. But whatever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, but I love the shoulder touch thing. I, I thought that, that was really cool because, because it's his like, whole thing was like, I need to make him pay. And that was Aaron's tribute. Like, that was his, his thing, thing. So of the shoulder touch. And I, I, I was like, wow, man, this is touching stuff. In the midst of everything, you still have the, the ability to, to wrap it all together in this nice little package. Yep. But, and I loved it. Yep. But then yep, he shut down the collider for good. Outside, Miles calls Jeff to let him know he's okay. Um, he then approaches him as Spider-Man and hugs him. <laughs> he didn't know it was his kid. Absolutely. No. He should have known. Yeah. Letting him know he's doing a good job, but not letting his dad know who he really is. Mm -hmm. Jeff then finds Kingpin webbed up and prepped for a west arrest. Ugh, a west. I like that because that was also a little thing back to how Andrew Garfield did it, where he tied up the robbers in the webs. Yeah. And laid them there. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Miles now assumes his regular school duties while also taking on his role as the new Spider-Man, earning a number of new fans across the city. Meanwhile, in Peter's dimension, he heads off to patch things up with MJ. As Miles settles in his room for a nap, a dimensional portal opens and he hears Gwen's voice calling to him. And that's got a minute. Pretty yeah. much the end of it. Which is foolish. But then there is a dedication for Stanley and Steve Ditko, which I thought was really cool mm -hmm. because those they they both passed, and those are the, like the original Spider-Man guys. And then after the closing credits, <laughs> there is a scene where Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man twenty ninety nine, learns about the other Spider people from his assistant Lila. He travels. Which to I Earth. read into like I read a big like little Wikipedia sheet for that yeah. and the whole thing like, and I learned like a lot of stuff about. A lot like her and him and like his background and everything with it. Yeah. And I was like, this is too much for me. <laughs> he travels to Earth 67 where he ends up in a weird pointing argument with Spider-Man from the 1960s cartoon. And this is probably one of the best after credit scenes I have ever yeah, seen. I loved it. Because, no, you, you, you. And they're just, yeah, they're, the they're just yeah. arguing back and forth. And the other one, shoot Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> However, sadly, this is also the end of the movie, yeah. which I was really depressed to see come. And see, like I said, as, as much as what's in there, it's so packed with so much. And then when it ends, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's already the ending? So. Yep. <sighs> Would you recommend it to a friend? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, have. and I have. And I'm assuming you gave this movie a five. Five out of five. And I absolutely give it a five as well. Uh, hands down, probably one of the best movies I've watched in, in a while. In a long time. Yeah. Of, Every time I watch this, it's, it's like brand new Orphan Eyes. And, Love it. And being a, a superhero movie, which can be so disappointing so often... Um, with things to be that and to just be able to tell a great story. It makes me excited. It makes me want to go watch the other, the, the, the other movies. To, yeah. Um, <laughs> like going through and like, that's what I did afterwards. Like I had no interest in like in game or yeah. in the infinity war, but I'm like, 
well, I love Spider Man, so I watched Homecoming yeah. and then like the not not far from like far from home one, and they're coming out with another one soon. You can't go home. I can't go home. Yeah, or something like that. But no I watch for the Spider Man parts because it's like I need my fix, like Miles Morales. Right. <laughs> I need anything, something. Um, but I'm so excited. Twenty twenty two is when the next one comes out. Yeah, and I'm definitely gonna go see it in the theater. I think that's gonna be a whole I other just, kind of experience. And and the beautiful thing about it is it's an animation, so I don't think they can screw it up. And I hate to say that kind of stuff. When with I mean with the live action ones, they can screw up so easily. Yeah storylines and this that and the other this is its own baby and and of course they took the spider-verse they took their own take on it so don't let me just be like whoa, whoa, whoa. it's their own take on the spider-verse but the fact that they're doing it and that they have these other spider-mans that everybody knows and loves and stuff like that in there and then the easter eggs really make it i'm i'm telling you man it's, i'm really it's, excited for the part two i'm as am I, it's almost worth saying I, guess, I would go like, see it at the theater. I'm going to go see it. I mean, absolutely, because that's going to be a whole other kind of feel for it. And then when it comes out and watching that as well. But um, my only fear with the second movie, like that's why they won't do a second Coraline. Not like that's and that's a different feeling. Coraline, everyone like people love Coraline. Great movie, great looks, great animation. Yeah. That he said that unless he comes with an idea to make a a equally as good or better version he's not making a part two so right. my fear with this is part two that it comes out and it's just not as good but i don't i don't feel like that's gonna be a problem i don't think it'll be a problem because i think that they've got they've already got a story here and they've already got what they can do and it's not like they're gonna try and reinvent the wheel they're just taking something and making it making art of it yeah and they just be like an add-on type thing yeah so i'm really excited for it um who is your favorite character my favorite character honestly is peter b parker yeah. <laughs> he really he really because i could relate to him man he's just <laughs> yeah, i, I can relate to this favorite. guy i'm just like man you uh miles miles i could relate to miles yeah yeah his whole thing and then like great expectations and having to live up to something and then Filling the, the shoes. Oh, I also love a good thing to mention is when he's looking at the suits in the cave for the first time with Peter B. Parker. He's looking through and he's like, hey, look. And he's holding, like, the one of the suits have the cape. Have the cape. Has the cape. Yes. Yeah. I love that. That was I the, love their there was friendship. A, there was a Spider-Man that had a, had a cape. Yeah. Um, which, and I can't remember which one. But yeah, it, I don't know. Um, yeah. Least favorite character. Least favorite character? Ah, that's tough i i guess i don't know i don't really have one mine was kingpin yeah but outrightly because he's a bad person yeah but least favorite spider person pig really yeah mine was I, uh, penny i didn't like her oh you know what i'm sorry yeah i agree with you penny, penny I, and, and she just and it wasn't like it was kind of like i guess okay as someone who watches anime her repre re representation was garbage like for that like there was a bunch of different ways they could have gone about that yeah and it was just so like over the top like like that's not really what it is like yeah. it just gives it a bad like kind of bad name but she didn't really have too much like background and she wasn't like like she was from the future cool but she wasn't an, a real like a real spider person she was really filler yes she was very filler character i think they wanted another character in there but they didn't want somebody to detract 
but they also wanted somebody that was going to be different. Yeah. And they so wanted, I like, believe a different style as well, yeah. which is cool. Absolutely. But, yeah, Penny... Yeah. My, for mine, it was, like, Penny, then the pig, then... Noir. Noir, then Gwen, then yeah, Peter B. Then Parker. Peter B. I agree with that. That's that's the same. And it, when you say least favorite character, probably her, honestly. And I and I didn't say her because I forgot about her. I, I literally forgot yeah. about her. She's not a rem, a memorable she character be my, for she be me. For that. But yeah, but Kingpin just because you know the villain type. No, thing. I, I think like, that he played that villain he so did, fantastically. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. I know. I I hate least favorite character. And I love so hard. But yeah. Penny, I guess, than mine. I love that his reasoning was still so good, and they still, they still were like, "Why are we here?" They still, yeah, they realized were, they were still upset. Yep, that he's a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. And did you even see that one of the versions of him? You see, you don't, you don't know anything about Daredevil. No, there was one version where the kid kind of had he was kind of in a suit and he had glasses on. Did you see that? If you watch again, Wait, what do you mean? Wait, it, what when, scene in the train when there's the ver- different versions of? Oh. Of his kid and wife, you know, when they kind of flash. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of them is kind of like it's the Daredevil kid. It's really freaky. What's the Daredevil kid? Dare, well, Daredevil was uh, another character. Right. But he was, he, he fights Kingpin. Kingpin. Or he's like, Kingpin is like his main oh. bad but guy. But not like his son. No. Okay, cool. No, but it was just a, a version. Maybe, maybe like he was a fan of Daredevil or something. It was yeah. just really cool. And there was also... When they were fighting, um, did you see the Brooklyn Bridge was kind of like red? Yeah. Okay, that vision like that is how Daredevil sees because he's blind, but he hears with sound and like vision and things become. So it was like that. So it was almost like oh. a throwback to that world. It was so cool. See, that's what I'm saying. When I you bet know- that was that might have been like as well. Like that was during I think when Peter B. Parker's was open when his and like the they're like it's like the universe is coming to us. Yeah. And. Maybe that was like in his universe. That's where Daredevil is. Yeah. So I don't know. Man. Oh, that's cool. Really I mean, that's a cool thing to think about. It's just, just everything and being able. I think that's another thing. Be able to have imaginations about what this movie is and what it means and and what it doesn't mean. I could be completely off. Yeah. But it's so cool for me to be able to tie that together with me and say, oh, you know what? Maybe that's this. That. That's just neat, man. It's just a cool movie. Favorite scene. It's so well done. Favorite scene okay, is let's, tough. We'll break this up. Favorite funny scene and favorite overall like imagery. The I favorite think. funny scene is is when is him and Gwen when his when he's stuck to her. That to me is really happy happy laughing. Yeah, that's my favorite f- funny scene. I believe. Yes. Um, mine's probably going to be my favorite funny scene is probably definitely where like in the lab. When he like shaking the screen at Peter and being like, oh. "What's the last four? And he's like, "Oh, you don't look a day over forty six. And it's like <laughs> that that whole interaction. I love yeah. that. That thing. or Peter B in the suit crying in the shower. Yeah, that or or his introduction. Any like honestly, yeah. Um, but favorite overall scene, like big, like big meaningful scene. Uh, you know, he's got. It's so tough because to me, there's a big four. There's him with the original Spider-Man in his universe. At the beginning? Yes. Or like when he died. When he died. When, when, he, died, when yeah. he was like, okay, man, we got you. And then he died. There's mm-hmm. that scene. Yep. There's the scene with his uncle. Mm-hmm. Either of them. 
call it either when he realizes who he is and he puts his mask back on him or when he dies, the scene, that scene still continued to his father or when his father's saying, get up, you know, when his dad comes to him and he doesn't bust in his room, he doesn't overpower. He just says, we care about you and we want to know that you care. And it, there's so many different scenes. I, I really, I can't say, I can't, I know that's lame, but. Leap of faith was mine. When he, when, he when, takes, when he's holding him? When he, no, when he takes the initiative, when he jumps off the building. Oh, okay, I got When you. he's standing at the top, and that is the moment that he knew, I have everything now. He had the web shooters. He added the outfit. Yeah. He had the mask. It could be anyone behind the mask. Right. That's what matters. Could have been anyone. It didn't matter about his outfit. It's the fact that he stood there at the top of the building, and he jumped, and it's the whole what's up danger thing. What's up danger? And he goes, and he's... The lighting, this like the symbolism, the meaning, everything behind it, it was that pivot in the story that was like, here's where it's going to change. When he became, This I is when you. you're Spider-Man. Because yeah. then slaps down the other one at the end, he's in the suit. Yeah. It's Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Yeah. Because before it was him half-half. I got Here's you. Here he is now. That was one of my big ones. I'd say my four is probably definitely when... He meets Spider-Man in the beginning, and he dies. Boom. When he meets the whole, like, the lab scene with Peter, like, the, everything with that, because he's all like, I can't let another Spider-Man die. Yeah. The And then when Aaron dies, hmm. and then Leap of Faith. I got you for the Leap Those of Faith. Those are mine. I think that the dad, annoying. to me, wasn't as big of a character. Okay. Because, I, I, like, even, like, the talk, when he comes to Miles, and he's all like... He doesn't even tell him, like, your uncle died. So he doesn't even know why. Like, he's like, you should know that he's like, there's something that we need to talk about. He doesn't say that Aaron died. I thought he did tell him that he no, died. No, he didn't. You, and you think so, but he doesn't. He's like, we need to talk about something when you're ready. Well, he comes because, to tell him yes. about it. Okay. And because he thinks at this time that he, like, he's still mad at him. Right. You know? So he's like, whenever you're ready to talk, we need to talk about something. And it's going to be a lot, but just know that I'm really proud of you. And it's like, okay, cool. Thanks. You know, but he just, his uncle just died, who at this point in time meant more than, more to him than his dad did. Yeah. He was more there for him with the spray painting stuff, teaching him stuff. Yeah. Like he, like when he was stressed out, he went to his uncle. Um, Parents versus mentor. Right. Yeah. So you have that. So like, like in my mind, like the dad like was there, but it wasn't like as big. He still focused on the spider part, but like, it was like that talk was like, okay, yeah, now I'm ready to get out of this you know cool inspiration type thing i got you and then he's there at the end where he's like encouraged like get back up you know spider-man you can do it yeah and i thought that was cool i did i like that but it didn't like that versus when he goes with the shoulder touch the shoulder the shoulder touch, touch got me. me yeah you're right i, I get you man i so feel like that's the what dad i'm saying wasn't it's like a big one of the four for me okay it was just like it would have been a sub thing to the whole uncle thing but it wouldn't have been its own for me. Okay. Um, and that's just after like how many times I've watched it and being like, yeah, I think out of like characters, you're not on the top list for me. Okay. But. Cool. Whew. All right. You want some trivia? Yeah, absolutely. I got, you. I got a lot. It was trivia. really hard. So it was announced shortly after Stan Lee's death at age 95 that he had recorded a cameo for this film. And that it would be his final voice acting role. 
Phil Lord and Christopher Miller felt it was important that Lee be given a bigger moment compared to previous Marvel films because he is so integral to the spirit of this movie and considered his role extra meaningful following his death. So that's why he's he's all the way throughout this movie. I don't know if you actually I know. If you hit pause anytime a train goes by because all the animators wanted to animate Stan Lee, he's almost every single train. He's the train? He's in every oh, single in train. The train. So if you pause it when it's going by, you'll see Stanley standing there. Aww. Yep. The unique animation style of Spider-Verse aims to make the viewer feel as if they are in the pages of the comic book. According to Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, the film combined the latest computer-generated animation technology with hand-drawn artistry. So I thought that was neat. Yeah. Um, completing the animation film required up to 180 animators. The largest crew ever used by Sony Pictures Animation for a film. I bet. So, I bet that took a really long time. Uh, the bagel text as the bagel hit the scientist's head was a joke pitched to the animator that took seriously and added it in, and they loved it. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when they throw it back in a call. Yeah, doink. Doink, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so good. I laughed really hard at that. Um, to eliminate motion blurs in the film, the majority of the animation was done in twos, meaning there were only 12 images per second rather than the usual 24. So I figured that would mean something to wow. you. Yeah, and that's why it looks kind of... Crispy. Crispy. Is what they call it. They yeah. call it, it's, it's why things look crispy. Yep. It looks like, or boxier, almost, yep. but not like square, but like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, that's interesting. I usually do my stuff in sevens, and that's a lot. Seven, so seven frames per second. Yeah. Make up one second. And that was, that's where things look slower, but it's still, like, smooth enough that you can tell. The more frames that you have, the smoother it looks. Right. So, it's like, versus, like, if I went, like, two, it's like one, two, you know? And then, but with, t like, 24, you would have every single right. slow down little motion with that yep but that's crazy that they only did it in 12 yep one of the many ways the image works team paid tribute to old comic books through the visual style was to imitate the imperfections of offset printing so like when it's like yes off. and i love that yes because like that's where like i noticed that with like the coloring yes um how it doesn't fit the line art all the way i love that nope and you can almost always see the like the the dots and stuff like yeah, that I, the comic which book is, film. yeah which is supposed to be like they literally did it like that on purpose which i think is really cool yep loved it loved it the creators have outright stated that penny's animation and design was particularly inspired by the sailor moon anime that's fair that's so fair that, then. that's yeah. who she's supposed I to mean, be like and that's that's, I, that's older anime and that's what i meant when i was like i kind of didn't like that because like newer animated is a lot of like cr like crisper kind of like it looks cleaner like i mean studio ghibli movies yeah. you know boom like that looks so much nicer than the giant like sparkly eyes and the just like peace sign stuff like <laughs> yeah. i don't know it was just kind of whatever but i've never watched sailor moon cuz i don't like the style so I ever since i did when i was in the navy um and i worked overnight we had this one TV and it picked up these certain channels and what came on when I, from like 6 a.m. to like 8 a.m., it played the Sailor Moon episodes. Mm -hmm. So like literally I watched season one all the way until the end, like when she had the little wand thing and all that kind of stuff. 
My friend watched it, and she told me that if I... Because I asked her, I was like, is this worth the watch? And she was like, it's one of those things that, like, it's not particularly interesting, but it's, like, worth it if you like the retro kind of, like, things. Eh? But yeah. it wasn't like so. I was like, no, it wouldn't be my thing. I don't. I don't know that you with with what you like. I don't think it's kind of like it's on par with Pokemon, kind of like yeah. that kind of feel to it. I don't know. It's older anime. Yeah, makes sense. During the coronavirus pandemic, Jake Johnson offered to record free personalized messages as Peter B. Parker for children under quarantine. Oh. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I do. I like that. Peter B. Parker. <laughs> I want one from him. Right? Like, I'm not a kid, but, like, you know. And finally, and I thought this was the coolest, so I saved it for last. Okay. A scene was pitched that would feature cameos from Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland, all playing versions of Spider-Man from other universes. However, this was scrapped. Yeah. And I thought that would... I said... <laughs> They're going to do that They're gonna in... The Doctor Strange. Doctor one. Strange. Yeah, that because like if you think about like how they'd have to animate them, yeah. or would they be themselves? You know, I mean, because you have like the popsicle, like the but, popsicle. Like, <laughs> but I mean, are you gonna have that at the end of the movie? Just like where would that have been? You know, I don't know. It would have. I don't know, I, and that's what gets me with like the, the the Doctor Strange. Like, is Miles going to be? Is someone gonna have to act? That would like be casted as Miles, and then how are you going to do that with the voice? Because that's a whole adult who voices Miles, right? Or do you have a little animation on the screen? I don't know. I don't know. That's going to look. I mean, because you you have the actors like Tom Holland going to have to look at that, like look at Miles, but he's actually looking at nothing, so it looks not real. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm unless everyone gets turned into an animation. I don't know. I'm interested in it. I mean, it's yeah. got me interested. I'm definitely interested in how they're going to do so. it. I also, I don't know, I heard rumors that Deadpool was going to be in it, too. I, you know, I, they're throwing all kinds of stuff around. They, Deadpool, they had, like, a little cast thing, and it said Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Deadpool and Spider-Man are really funny characters when they're together. Yeah. Because Spider-Man is so straight-laced, and Deadpool is so poop-butt. So... And what, Doctor Strange? Is it Doctor Strange 2? Yeah. It's been revealed by sources close to the project that Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool will be de- debuting. The, yep, and it's going to be in it. The claim that he'll be introduced via the multiverse and that it'll be just a brief cameo in the movie, which is enough for me. Wow. So. I'm down, cool. man. I'm down. It makes See, and then what the stink of that is now, now I have to go watch the other ones so that this makes sense to me when I yeah. watch it. So I'm, I think. Honestly, gonna- I you just, I would just watch. Because you can get away with not knowing about... I, mean, I could have just watched the movie Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Well, I have to go watch that, too. But, like, I would watch... It's worth watching Tom Holland's movies so far. Yeah. Because he's a good kid. He does a good job. Yeah. Um, And especially if he's going to be in it as one of the three you know, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield type things. Right. It's worth knowing how he acts. Yeah. So, I would watch it. Well, I've seen him in Spanish. So that's <laughs> yeah, like, good enough, I guess. <laughs> so, you got anything else? No, satisfied. Satisfied, satisfied. man. I, and for being our year anniversary movie, I'm glad that we made it this. Yeah, I think it's. And I know it's not like 
80s or 90s. No, I'm not worried about it being um, that. I, I, it's But there's not an 80s or 90s movies that I can think of and been like, yeah, that would have been peak that to do. Like, that's no. classic. Like, no. This... Critters. <laughs> <laughs> Critters. <laughs> Labyrinth, we just redo we it again. We just redo Um No, this definitely is... I'm excited it, for what comes Because we branch... I mean, like... If you think back to where we started, the whole idea was like, oh, I have movies. You have like a list and you were like, it's got this for the next year, like two, three years, movies on this list. Yeah. And they were all just 80s, 90s, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. And then we risked it and did a 2000s movie. Yeah. And we were like, well, if we do this and we get away with it. I don't remember. What 13 Ghosts or Scream. It was one of those. Yeah. Um, Because like, I think it was one of the ones I wanted to watch. Faculty. And then we watched Butterfly Effect, which came out in like 2006. Yeah. Type thing. But like, it's like, it doesn't matter what we're doing. We're reviewing movies. Right. Movies that people haven't seen. This was one that you hadn't seen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I talked about how I wanted to do, like, one of our original ideas was where, like, every fifth or, like, fifth or tenth episode, we were going to do one where we switched places, and it was going to be a movie that I had already seen that you hadn't seen. Like... Like the Joker yeah. or uh, Venom, um, stuff like that. But like, it's like I don't watch a lot of movies <laughs> to sit there, like especially movies that you haven't seen. Right. And that I'm like, yeah, absolutely, let's do this. To be there, be able to sit there and be like, okay, yeah, let's do this one. Like <laughs> this movie, I could have done all the notes, and you could have been Beth, who just sits there and adds funny comments because I wrote like that because I just love this movie. Yeah. And I've seen it a billion times. Yeah. But there's not a lot of movies where I've sat down and been like. Yeah, I've seen it a billion times, and I still love it watching it every billionth time. Right. I watched this movie for, like, two weeks straight at work, repeatedly. Like, what are you watching? This again? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where I saw a lot of it, was, was over <laughs> your shoulder. I was sitting there making pizzas, and I was sitting there watching over your shoulder, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, oh, this is that part she told me? Okay. And then having heard so much about it from you, I was like, oh, that's really cool. So to have watched it finally and then see and and just the the ending and just the ending ending and the app post post I mean they I had just, a um a pre well like on the screen the menu screen they had a the uh, feature called um alternate universe mode huh. and it said something about how like it was gonna play the movie and they give like pauses on stuff and be like look check it out and type stuff oh. um so that's interesting but i wish we had a 3d converter thing because i want to know what this movie looks like in 3d because i have 3d glasses that looks crazy yeah i bet it looks awesome mm-hmm. but anything else no that's it for me all right well we're gonna wrap this one up tonight um i'd like to thank everyone for stopping by and listening to our 52nd episode we definitely definitely appreciate it more than you could imagine of course, the best way to say you love us, give us that old five-star review on iTunes. You can email us at the yesteryearpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up at twitter.com forward slash yesteryearpcast. Instagram.com forward slash yesteryearpodcast. Facebook.com forward slash yesteryearpodcast. Our private group is the Truffle Shufflers. Our secret question is the host names, James and Beth. We do have our awesome website, the yesteryearpodcast.com. Hit us up there. And uh, check out our store and merch. Get a shirt. You can always get some of the best drawings on there. It'd be really cool if you want it. You can request. Um, if you want to hit us up on our Patreon, we've been doing episodes from there. Um, Patreon.com forward slash the Nostalgia Group. Shout out to Greg Revan for doing our intro and outro music. And as always, thanks again for a great year. And say goodnight, Beth. Good night, everyone. <laughs>